Hey there, podcast listeners. There's going to be a quick advertisement, and maybe while you're listening to that, you could go ahead and subscribe, maybe leave a review, maybe just go download a couple other episodes while you wait, and then after the advertisement is one of the best episodes that I've ever put together. So take a listen and talk to you soon. My name is Mystics. I'm originally from the Philippines, but I moved quite a lot around the globe. And now I found my second home in Zurich, in Switzerland. So I've been living here now for 10 years. Um, I do speak their language, which is German, but I don't write in German, gotcha. just in English. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty difficult language, I would say. So you were born in the Philippines. You traveled all over the world. What was it about Switzerland that made you decide to stay there for 10 years? Love. Love. <laughs> well, that's the real. That's the real. That moves mountains. That moves mountains, really. Um, I decided to live here because of him. I got married to a Swiss guy, and um, yeah, we decided that this is like the best place to raise our kids. So, um, I moved, yeah. As a mother to an eight-year-old and a four-year-old, do you have any tips on how to find time to write? I resign from my day job. Okay. <laughs> well, it's, it's, in Switzerland, it's really so expensive to, to pay daycares. Um, the dollar and the Swiss francs is about, I would say, one-to-one. And if you kind of imagine to pay a daycare here costs 120 Swiss francs. That's like $115 per day. Gotcha. Yeah, that's so, that pretty quickly. That's a full-time job in itself. Yeah, exactly. So if you have two, it's not really worth it to, you know, unless you're, you know, really earning that big. But then it's not, it's not practical anymore. So I stopped and then um, now that my kids are going to kindergarten and school yeah I get about four hours every day that's terrific speaking of kids as a kid what got you into writing was there anybody in your family or how did that start I think it was I mean I think the motivation started when um, my mom really handed me out lots of this poetry pages and then she read a lot to me and then I kind of get into it like the feeling of reading poetry is quite different if you're reading a book. Mm -hmm. And then um, when I was in high school, lots of my friends asked me to write love letters, mm -hmm. which I did. <laughs> so it kind of started really with the romance kind of thing. So I started writing love letters for them, answering their love letters back. I mean, during my time, we don't have phones and stuff like that. So it's all paper and pen. Nice. Yeah, and then it got a little bit, um, I don't know, it jumped up a little bit a notch when I started faking some um, parent-teacher's letters. You know, if you're absent, you need an excuse or so. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, after that, I was really, really into paper and pen writing. That's awesome. I wish I would have went to school with you. So what can you tell me about your writing process and your poetry? I usually write start off with poetry every day 
like a few verses and then after a while I go to my short stories so I have like a collection of plots that I work on every day usually I write in verses of four or five and then it's about three in a row or four in a row most of the time I mean my everyday routine I just really write two three sentences like a haiku type just to you know get you in the mood that makes a lot of sense are there any tools or any things that you always keep with you to help write down an idea when it comes? Yeah, I, I have two things that I always have in my bag, and that's a paper and a pen mm -hmm. and a recorder. Gotcha. Because I, I just really record, like, every day if you, something hits you, you just press the recorder, say something, and then at the end of the day, I put it in paper and pen. And then when I'm ready, I just put it in the computer and... Um, even though I'm using a Mac, I I have Word in my Mac. I think it's a pretty stable um, software that I use. I mean, I've tried Scrivener as well, but since I'm not a very technical person, it takes time, you know, to get into it. So there's like a learning curve. Right. That's that's the writing software that I use. So after you get your ideas down and you're ready to put them out there, are there any online platforms that you like or any online publishing tools that you prefer? Mm -hmm. um, I started with Goodreads mm -hmm. and I think it's quite good. The community with Goodreads, they're very, really helpful. I think I think it's like 50% authors there, so they kind of like really know and they give a review how to do it and stuff like that. So that's one that um, aside from the usual that I'm concentrating on. And then um, a very good friend of mine, which is um, an SEO expert, told me to try out um, podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because uh, this is my first like video interview really. And podcast is more like audio. So she told me that um, I could try it out. I, by the way, I check yours, which I really found cool. Thank you. So that's the second thing that I'm gonna try. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. It's just getting started, and I can't wait to hear your episode where things are so much more digitally mastered, and it just sounds a lot better, really helping people deliver their stories. And talking about delivering stories, what do you think about audiobooks? Having lived here for quite some time, I realized that the audiobooks here just started like three to four years okay and surprisingly it's not really just for the millennials i mean my parent-in-law for example she's what she's 72 and she can operate it herself she right. learned it and she says that most of her colleague you know her age group started using podcasts and audiobooks as well because they feel like it's like during their time it's like the radio kind of thing where mm -hmm. They listen to the radio while they do their chores. Right. So it's like really the, the hype for audiobooks and um, podcasts here are really going high. So that's what I'm that's what I'm targeting by um, half of this year, July. I'm looking for someone to do audio for my book. That's a terrific goal. I hope that you get there. In planning an audiobook, is there anything that you take into account, whether you do it, you have somebody else do it, male, female, that type of thing? Okay, I've asked some people in a poll what they wanted to hear from an audiobook, uh, a woman's voice or a man's voice. I mean, I didn't really specify what. I just said I have a poetry book, I wanted to do audio. And out of, I think, 800 replied, mm -hmm. out of that 800, 
about 375, 385 said that um, they prefer men. Men, a man saying that they prefer men, a woman saying they prefer men. The other said they don't know, they don't have any preference, and the other says they prefer women. But I think um, the book that I wrote, it would be best if a man would read it. Gotcha. Because it's 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 more about how a man thinks of, of the woman or something like that. I mean, it's not the whole, but most most intimate articles are about a man and a man telling something about his love for a woman. Let's move into the marketing angle. Once you've got your book finished, it's out now. Uh, what are you doing to promote it? Are there any strategies that you recommend? Tell us about that. It's a bit uncommon how I did it. I know that there are lots of marketing channels. I've been in the marketing and advertising industry my whole career life. Mm -hmm. So um, I was doing a lot of research before I actually started marketing my own book. And then I thought to do it with Amazon first, Amazon um, Select. Uh -huh. So it's just there really for the next three months. I just really wanted to try really how it is so I could say something about it. I mean, I have my whole life to promote it anyway. So I said Ooh. 90 days wouldn't hurt <laughs> to just put it there and see how it goes so I can say something valuable to the people afterwards. So it's there and then um, sales is not really that picked up. I have a few, I think two or three, which bought it already. And then next week I'm gonna start with the promotion like the free books because when you enroll in Kindle Select they, they give you like a week to offer it for free. Right. So I'm going to do that next week. On the same note of promotion, I like to end every interview by saying thank you to you. Thank you to everybody that tuned into the original taping of the Instagram Live and also end the interview with what I like to call the digital soapbox where you get this last little bit to talk about whatever you want. Leave everybody with a quote, tell them where to find you, talk about your book, whatever it is you want to do. So, without further ado, go ahead. I would like to introduce my book. It's called Dare. That's the title. That's me, by the way, nice. 20 years ago. <laughs> Not tattooed. The tattoo, it is, I just photoshopped it. No, no but way. That was me tattooed. 20 years ago, yeah. With my friends and I were just playing with the camera. What I wanted to show with the book is that it has like mandalas in it. Like that. Nice. That you can color. Mandala, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but it's a very therapeutic way. Which um, the monks use to like relax their mind. So they're like mandala pages that you can color. And also because I love writing on books making notes and stuff like that. I also made like pages where you can write in the book. Nice. Put your notes in it. Do you agree? Do you hate what I write? <laughs> uh, definitely not reading this book again, whatever you want to write. And then um, because I traveled quite a lot, I put lots of places where I traveled before and what I wrote on those travels. Like, um, I want to show that that is Ireland, that pretty little cliff over there. Nice, beautiful. Place. Or you can really basically stand on the cliff, feel the air, and you know the salty water splashing on your face. Sit there and write. So yeah, and so the book is really um, 
quite unique. It has lots of intriguing visuals and um, lots of cool pictures also from places which is not touristy, which I found really on my own when I was traveling. I'm like a solo traveler before I met my husband. So I always ask the locals for what they know, not what really is um, yeah. at, with the book to travel books. So it's like all here. And that concludes today's episode. Thank you to everybody that watched. Thank you to Mystics for your time and telling us all about your great book. Everybody go check it out on Amazon. But before you do that, don't forget to subscribe, like, and tell everybody about this podcast because it is going to be the best one in the world in no time soon. And you could be on the front edge. Thank you, everybody. Talk to you next episode.